Hi, and thanks for listening again to the DC Beer Show. We've got a great show for you this week. Summer is in full swing, but we want to highlight some of the big events coming up in the fall. So this week, we have Paul Dean from the DC Brewers Guild talking to us about DC Beer Week, which is in September, and Greg Engert from the Neighborhood Restaurant Group to tell us a little bit about what's going on with Snallygaster this year, the region's largest craft beer festival, which happens in October. Before we get to that, I want to remind all our listeners that you can get the latest news and information about craft beer in the DMV at dcbeer.com. We've got a complete calendar of events, as well as the most comprehensive craft beer directory around, telling you where all the breweries are, where the brew pubs are, where the restaurants are that serve craft beer. All of that can be found at dcbeer.com. We'd love it if you'd give the DC Beer Show a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify. Tell your friends about us and follow at DC Beer on your favorite social media channels. Fall is always the busiest time of year for craft beer festivals. Locally, we've got a few things coming up we want to tell you about. Uh, the first, of course, is DC Beer Week, presented by the DC Brewers Guild every year. So we brought Paul Dean, the executive director of the Brewers Guild, in to tell us a little bit about it. Paul, thank you so much for joining us today on the DC Beer Show. Um, listen, I just want to ask you some quick questions and sure. get you to tell us about what's coming up in September uh, and what the what the plans are for DC Beer Week. Great. Thanks, Richard, and thanks for having me on the show. It's always a pleasure to be here. Um, yes, DC Beer Week's coming up very soon. Uh, September 8th through September 15th um, is our, our dates this year. It's our 11th annual DC Beer Week. Uh, so we're very excited to continue and uh, grow the event and, and get a lot of, uh, hopefully, enthusiasm throughout the D.C. area to really just uh, celebrate the beer that, that we brew here and the right. brewing industry. Uh, it's a great opportunity for uh, not only the folks that are within the industry to come together and sort of celebrate what they do on a day-to-day -day basis, but also get some, you know, the consumers in the area pretty excited about the local products that we have. Um, DC Beer Week is essentially a series of events that uh, will go on throughout the week. Um, we, uh, it's uh, obviously a, a major fundraiser for the DC Brewers Guild. Uh, it's uh, something that uh, you know we try to raise some money to help support our operations and our policy work and the things that we do for the beer industry throughout the year. So it's very important to us. Um, and uh, really the way it works is uh, any kind of uh, bar or restaurant or brewery or really any organization within the D.C. area that wants to hold a official D.C. Beer Week event, um, they uh, become sponsors. Uh, there are different sponsorship levels um, from uh, marquee events, which will have one a day, and those will be uh, the, the highlighted featured events. Uh, that will get the most promotion. Um, then we have two spotlight events per day as well, which are also usually bigger events that will be at a brewery or something like that. And then we have official DC Beer Week events as well that uh, we hope to, to get a great representation from uh, really all areas of the city in every corner and even some in uh, Virginia and, and Maryland in the close-in suburbs. We typically have events there as well. 
uh, with a lot of our partners. Um, and then we also have uh, various levels of corporate sponsorship tiers. Um, the corporate sponsors will be matched up and paired with uh, different events depending on the level of sponsorship. So it's a great opportunity for those sponsors to get their name out there, to get their brand recognition out there. And, uh, you know, we promote the events through social media, through uh, some print media, um, there's posters, there's, uh, you know, we're working on some partnerships with some mainstream local media outlets right now that hopefully will be squared away very soon. Um, but that's that's essentially how it works. And what I'm really excited about this year is it's, it's I think, going to be a blend of, of traditional events that we've kind of had from year to year. It's not just about providing good beer to the general public, although that's what we do. Um, but there are also uh, a lot of fun kind of creative events that go on from year to year from, um, you know, we're planning a big opening uh, ceremony kickoff event at Blue Jacket nice. on, on that Sunday. And that'll feature our uh, Solidarity Brew, uh, which, is, uh, which is kind of a neat thing. Um, tell, tell me a little bit about the Solidarity Brew yeah, for absolutely. our listeners. What, what exactly is the Solidarity Brew for DC Excellent. Beer Week? Yep. So each year, um, the, the local breweries get together and collaborate on a recipe. One of the breweries will volunteer to brew the Solidarity Beer for that particular uh, Beer Week season. Um, the beer this year is going to be a uh, Keller beer. Nice. Um, yeah, that uh, I'm sure Greg will talk to you, talk to you about it, and uh, Roe Genzel over at uh, Blue Jacket, and uh, Barrett Lowers, uh, part of the the collaboration uh, from District Top House, and nice. has been instrumental in in really coming up w- w- with a model where uh, we come out with a uh, with a beer that they're going to be brewing uh, at Blue Jacket, but we've collected sort of ideas from the recipes from a number of brewers around. The community, um, we usually get our materials donated by various uh, partners from the hops and the malt and the, right. uh, you know, different uh, – and the cans, for instance. Uh, we usually have a nice, uh, nicely designed can that uh, they're doing at uh, Blue Jacket in-house this year. So we look forward to seeing how that comes together. Uh, and the beer will be available at that opening kickoff event, and then all the local breweries will also have some of the beer. And again, the proceeds are, are donated to the, the Brewers Guild, so it's a good way to not only you know feature a collaborative brewing process, but also uh, another way to raise money for the guild. So, so we'll have that event at Blue Jacket. Um, you know, the night before Atlas has their, I think. I can't remember which year it is. Sorry, Justin. But uh, <laughs> well, uh, I think maybe their fifth year uh, anniversary party, which will be incorporated into the week. Great. And then we also like to have some educational events throughout the week that uh, uh, vary from uh, you know historians talking about the deep brewing culture and history in Washington, D.C., to some more sort of technical events to talk about the brewing and, and brewing the brewing process and, and those types of things. And so we hope to have a, a good amount of those this year. This year, I think for the first time, um, we're putting together a fun run. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So uh, we're working with uh, Red Bear and uh, REI and I think Right Proper. Uh, we're in the process of designing the course, but uh, we're, we're going to hopefully get, get people out to run some of the uh, beer off, uh, so to speak, I guess, <laughs> um, during the week. But that, uh, that that's shaping up to be a, a fun event. Um, but you know, and and we have a uh, you know a lot of folks come into town. Breweries from outside the city will collaborate with uh, you know local retailers um, to uh, feature their beers through tap takeovers. Um, 
you know, Church Key usually does a big event where they feature sort of, you know, 100 local beers on tap or something nice. like that. That's always a good one. Um, I know Boundary Stone is planning on having their annual uh, Battle of the Barrel-Aged Beer, right. which is which is always a fun and, and raucous event. Um, you know, Roofers Union uh, puts together kind of a kill the keg event. <laughs> you know, so 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 we we also get some friendly competition going for that. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, you know, DC Brow usually has a crab fest, so a lot of the events we have um, feature some great food. Three Stars usually does a pig roast. You know, those types of things. So. Nice. So they're not just uh, you know beer alone vents. A lot of them um, are are great. Uh, a lot of our folks come up with really creative ways to celebrate beer and the beer culture in D.C. And, and this year, I think, is shaping up to be a, a great, great event from what I'm hearing of, of all the uh, excellent the plans coming together. Well, so let me ask a quick question for the for our listeners. So this is September 8th through the 15th, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's basically eight full days, eight That's days right. of events. Um, yep. Uh, uh, over the course of the week, a lot of stuff happening every day. Like you said, there's there's educational events, there's marquee events. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a ticket? Are you are you guys selling tickets that'll get you entry to all of this stuff, or are some events ticketed and others not ticketed? How's that work? Really, it's up to the each individual event sponsorship to um, come up with the model that they want to have. Um, the opening ceremony will be a ticketed event. I know that uh, you know some of the events that they have, uh, you can buy tickets in advance, like the DC Brow Crab Fest, for sure. instance. Uh, so there are a number of ticketed events throughout the week. Um, we don't really at this point in time have sort of a passport program or something. Okay. You know, that's something we should definitely so, consider. So visitors can sort of pick and choose. They can pick and choose, and there's plenty of free events to, to go to. Um, if you don't want to go to a, a ticketed event, um, there will be plenty of events where you can just, you know, go to the dcbeerweek.net website, and they will have a listing of the events uh, from day to day. Um, you can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Just look up DC Beer Week. Great. Um, Instagram as well, where you can find out about all the different events that will be coming up and pick and choose. And hopefully you'll pick and choose to come out to uh, a lot of events throughout the week. But uh, it's uh, really a, a fun, exciting. So are all of the breweries in DC participating in DC Beer Week this year? Um, as far as I know, yes. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, we, uh, I, I know, uh, you know, we haven't, uh, we, we don't have the full event calendar sure. yet. Um, sure. I know that uh, most of the breweries that I've talked to certainly uh, plan on participating. So I expect to see uh, e- each one having uh, one or even multiple events throughout the week. So, so that's the expectation, and that's that's typically the case. And then we have, uh, you know, our restaurant, bar, tavern, retail partners. We mm-hmm. have some that, uh, you know, like I mentioned, Boundary Stone and Roofers Union and City Tap, and some of those that participate uh, from year to year. And and a lot of what a lot of what you get is, uh, you know, the, the 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 retailers and the restaurants and stuff. The, they'll partner with the breweries. Uh, and, and have some sort of event, you know, like, uh, for instance, Port City every year partners with Cotton Reed, mm, uh, the right. distillery, and yep. they come up with some special sort of uh, beer and uh, distilled spirits concoctions that nice. uh, seem to be very popular. So, so, yeah, so you see a lot of partnership throughout the week. You see a lot of collaboration um, and a lot of folks in the industry getting together to really offer some events that, uh, that, that the folks in the general public, I think, are really going to enjoy and 
and you know, hopefully have a lot of unique opportunities that you wouldn't normally get throughout the year. I, I know in the past, a lot of breweries around D.C. Beer Week will will actually release some sort of special kind of mm-hmm. brews that they've made uh, just to unveil at at DC Beer Week, have you heard any buzz about anybody working on something special besides that's the, uh, the yeah collab? that's 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 good. I, I have not at this point in time. It's a I know early, that maybe, uh, yeah, it's, it's a little early, uh, but certainly folks are thinking about it. Um, you know, obviously we've been uh, you know, focused on the Solidarity Brew, right, um, and uh, the highlights of that. But uh, but I, I, I expect and assume that there'll be some some good new releases out there and. I think I mentioned to you we're doing a D.C. Brewers Day on, on July 14th where a lot of the uh, breweries are going to be at Atlas Brewworks um, pouring special concoctions. And uh, <laughs> I can send you that list, uh, but maybe you'll get uh, sort of a preview at ah, that event okay. of, of what we can come to expect and see in September. So, Great. So D.C. Beer Week, September 8th to the 15th. Mm-hmm. 8th to the 15th, September of this year. Uh, there are no advance tickets yet for any of the things, but if you go to dcbeerweek.net, yep. uh, you will get regular updates. You'll be able to see as the, as the, as the schedule starts to fill up uh, over the course of July mm-hmm. and August. Um, obviously, at dcbeer.com and on the DC Beer Show, we'll be filling you in on as things happen as well. So go ahead and mark your calendars now. For yes, indeed. DC Beer Week, September eighth to the fifteenth. Block it off. Block every night off. There's every night. It'll be something cool happening every night. Every single night. Um, thanks, maybe Paul. just take. Maybe put in for your vacation now and just take the week <laughs> just off. Just take the week off. Sure. Uh, sure. So Excellent. Fully enjoy it. Yep. Yep. Well, Paul, thanks so much for coming in. Tell us a little bit about the plans. We'll bring you back in as we get a little closer okay. uh, to. The, to the time when things have sort of settled in, and, and maybe in late August, uh, we'll bring you back in, and we'll do a we'll do a quick update. Perfect. Okay. All right. Good. Well, thank you very much, Richard. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks, Paul. Remember, DC Beer Week is September eighth through the fifteenth. Check out dcbeer.com, dcbeerweek.net, and at DC Beer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram to get the latest details as they become available. The next event we want to talk about real quick is the Tacoma Nuclear Free Beer Fest on September 22nd in Tacoma, D.C., just a block away from the Tacoma Metro. Full disclosure here, I'm on the board of the Tacoma Foundation, which puts this event on every year, but I have to say it's always been one of my favorite beer events in the area. I've only been on the board for a year, but this is the 11th year of the Tacoma Nuclear Free Beer Fest, which makes it one of the longest continually running annual beer festivals in the region. So mark September 22nd on your calendar for a truly neighborhood, community-focused beer festival in Tacoma, near the Tacoma Metro. 100% of the proceeds of this event are used to help support local community organizations, early-stage nonprofits, and community-centric programs in Tacoma Park, Maryland, and Tacoma, D.C., Again, check out dcbeer.com and at dcbeer on all your social media channels to find out more about the Tacoma Nuclear Free Beer Fest on September 22nd as the information becomes available. Now, after the Tacoma Park Beer Festival, of course, the next big event isn't local, but everybody should know about it, the Great American Beer Festival in Denver, Colorado, from October 3rd through October 6th. That's Thursday to Sunday. 
DC Beer is looking for correspondents who plan to be at the Great American Beer Festival and would like to help us report on it. If that's you, send an email to info at dcbeer.com and let us know. We'll get in touch right away and we'll see how we can work together to let everybody in town know about what's happening at the Great American Beer Festival. We've got Greg Engert with Neighborhood Restaurant Group to fill us in on the latest news about Snallygaster. Tickets are on sale now. I'm here with Greg Engert. Greg, thank you so much for coming in. We are going to talk a little bit about uh, Gasters coming up. That's right. And tickets are already on sale. If you have not gotten your ticket, you should get it now. Uh, and you're doing things a little bit different, but go ahead and just tell us about sort of what's going on. Sure, yeah, yeah. So, you know, Snallygaster, this will be the eighth iteration of Snallygaster here in Washington, D.C. It is the biggest beer fest in our area. Um, I like to think of uh, it's just continued to grow year over year, year after year, and it's uh, always getting better, always improving it. So, you know, last year we got it down to um, Pennsylvania Avenue Mm -hmm. uh, with the Capitol building as a backdrop. Beautiful. Moved it into October. Uh, It'll stay there. So it's uh, this year, October 12th, 2019. And uh, so beautiful setting, gorgeous weather, Uh, 400 of the best beers we can find from all over the planet, about 150 breweries the best brewers you can find from everywhere. And uh, and yeah, I mean, an amazing, amazing day of, of tasting, amazing day of food. We bring in a couple dozen um, restaurants and uh, food trucks to make a wide array of delicious food. We have bands on two stages all wow. day. We have lots of activities. Uh, it's family friendly. Like this is definitely like a beer fest is trying to be um, all things to all people. And uh, this year, the big news is that we changed the structure. Yeah. So in years past, we've had these uh, uh, snally bucks, this kind of pay-as-you-go system, which you know I think some guests appreciated, especially years ago. It kind of allowed you to curate your own festival, decide what you want to drink, how much, et cetera, et cetera. But it was cumbersome. You know, you'd have to pay for each beer with a ticket. You'd have to re-up your tickets and things like that. So inspired by the festivals that we love and that we, we've been lucky enough to pour out with our brewery Blue Jacket, things like Firestone Walker Invitational and um, uh, Shelton Brothers Festival and things like that, we went to a one-price buy-in. So it's even easier now. Um, two different tickets that are available at SallyGasterDC.com. We have the Kraken Pass, which is $50, mm-hmm. and that lets you in at 2 p.m., until 6 p.m., you can taste away. All the beers are available in four-ounce pours. Mm-hmm. Some will be available in eight-ounce pours. Uh, and then still, we're going to be producing some Blue Jacket cans, too. Because, you nice. know, the thought is like, you know, a lot of festivals, you go in, it's just taste, taste, taste the whole time. Right, right, but, right, like, right. since we're not just a drinking festival, <laughs> you know, people like to kick back and hang out. They like to watch music. They like to play lawn games. That's not really something you do when you're just like sipping four ounces of beer. So right. we want to let you, you know, and also keep you out of lines. You know, some people are happy to just get back in line for another four ounces. Mm-hmm. But if you want a little bit more of the beer, a lot of the beer is going to be available at eight ounce pours. Or you can get a 16 ounce blue jacket can and go watch a band for a, cu- you know, for a while yeah. and not have to go keep going back and re-upping. I got to say, that's a, that's a fantastic idea because it really makes the day more of an actual day. Exactly. There's only so much standing in a line to get a four-ounce pour. And just any, taste, tick. Yeah, 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 it's totally. great beer. It is. It's, no, it's wonderful. Awesome. But after an hour of that, it's yeah, like, it's you know, fun to be able to, like, maybe just kick back and not think about a beer or just have, like, more of it. Yeah, and so, and, and speaking of that, so, yes, yeah, so we said the, the $50 Kraken Pass, and like I said, it's unlimited taste. And then 
We have still a very few amounts of VIPs, which are the Basilisk Pass. Um, those get you in at noon. So two hours before everybody else, and they cost $100. So this is right. premium access to um, the rarest beers that probably some of which will, will kick by the time we get to GA. Mm-hmm. Um, but also some you know specific set-aside shaded seating for VIP, nice. specific bathrooms and things like that. So uh, yeah, but either way you go, it's going to be – a heck of a day. And I'm, I'm going to tell the listeners now that if you are interested in the VIP pass, you need to go right now because they might not be available. Yeah, they're going to sell out they, this year. They'll, 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 they'll yeah, sell out fast. We had an increased – with the ticket change and, you know, with being able to tell everybody about the brewers. We have we already have about 20 new breweries this year mm. that are amazing, like Degard from Oregon and nice. Bissell Brothers from Maine and Kane Brewing from New Jersey, Highland Park from California. Uh, and on and on and on. Just got oh, tired hands is, is coming this year. I just got words uh, word on that on the way over. You know, Monkish will be back. Alchemist Hill Farmstead, Cantillon. It's going to be incredible. So definitely go out and uh, and get those. And then also, I want to say that unlike a lot of other festivals, this does serve as our primary fundraiser for Arcadia. Mm-hmm. So you know, Neighborhood Restaurant Group is a collection of of independent restaurants, bars, retail outlets throughout the D.C. area. Um, you know, Church Key, Sovereign, Blue Jacket, the Roosticos, et cetera. But we also have a nonprofit that we started back in 2011. It's called Arcadia Center for Sustainable Food and Agriculture. And they are just do amazing uh, work for the local food system. We have a mobile market that brings our um, locally sourced delicious food uh, to underserved areas and uh, really gets great food out to people who don't typically have access to that. We have two different markets on wheels. They're old converted school buses that are going around all the time. Really cool. We train veterans to farm at Arcadia. We do uh, these great uh, school to farm summer programs for kids. Uh, Just an amazing organization. And this is the single biggest way that we raise money to pay for Arcadia uh, every year. So it's uh, definitely a great place to to spend money on delicious beer. Yeah, and I, I want to emphasize that because this is, you know, there's a lot of beer festivals that come through town every year. Um, they do them at RFK and they'll do them at places like that. AVR every weekend. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. And their and they're promoter is setting these things up. They're selling tickets. They're making money. That's why when you go to a lot of these things, you look at all the beer that's available and it's essentially a variety of ABM right, <laughs> right. brands. Um, but but Snallygaster is special because Snallygaster is a fundraiser for a really important nonprofit. Exactly. And, and at the same time, the cool part is we are beer first. We mm-hmm. start out and say, and that's with any of our properties, here's what we want to do. Can we be financially viable to continue to do it? And so it's like a lot of these other ones start out by saying, Here's when they say, "What do we want to do?" The answer is make money. Right, right. Uh, and then they sometimes they just kind of do whatever they have to do to try to make a little money. We set out and say, "How can we blow people's minds with an incredible festival experience that happens to include 400 of the rarest beers from all over the place, and still raise money for our nonprofit uh, at the same time?" And we figured it out. This will be our eighth year, and it's just it's really exciting. And to be honest, you know, it's been it's been fun to kind of reinvigorate i think some of the interest in the event by changing the uh the format you know and and we love improving i mean honestly for us every year we're looking to like we get together 
right afterwards and go, what worked, what didn't, what would we improve in a perfect world? What can we improve in a realistic world? And, uh, and you know, we've been th- talking about this for a while and it's just going to be from the volunteers to the brewers on up, the getting rid of the transactional nature of the fest is just going to be uh, amazing. And so we're going to pray for good weather mm-hmm. and, uh, which has been a problem for us in some years <laughs> in the past. Um, but I think that no matter what, it's going to be a hell of a day. Well, we're certainly really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be fantastic. It is, if if you're listening to this and you've not been to Snallygaster, I will tell you the single most important thing about Snallygaster that really sets it apart from anything else that you'll ever see is the rarity of the beer that you're going to find at this. I mean, you're obviously, Greg, an expert. You spend a lot of time figuring out and curating what breweries are going to be there. Mm-hmm. It's not just a, oh, no. okay, well, <laughs> like, you know, let's just go, let's go ask a thousand breweries and the first, you know, yeah, 400 no. who say they'll show up or 300 or 150 who say they'll show up or in. It's, you're careful and meticulous oh, yeah. about this. And also, like, it's fun, too, to ch- to add brewers every year. You yeah. know, because, I mean, I'm tasting new things. I'm blown away by it every day it seems like and i'm meeting new brewers every day you know and it's, so it's like oh wow this will be fun like let's have them come this year and yeah. you know what's also been fun is the last few years obviously all the local brewers come hard for this sure, because sure. it's just like just such an amazing day um, but we've been really good about like getting others to come into town for it and so like last year i think we had like 30 or 40 different brewers actually come to um uh to, to dc for this fest and like actually Pour beer at the fest, so like nice. I'm 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 expecting that to happen again. You're gonna it's a great opportunity to meet brewers and, and learn a little bit about the beer as, as well as tasting it. When it ties into the to the retail side of it, one of the things I like is figuring out. I mean, it's tasting, right? So finding some breweries I've never heard of, and then mm-hmm. being able to go to you know craft beer cellar or yeah, totally. Fenwick and Silver Spring and say, hey, you got to get some of this. Yeah, like bring exactly. some of this and I'll buy it. Uh, or to, even like f- remind yourself of like a brewery you haven't had beer from in a while and be like, yeah. wow, that was really good. Or, oh, whoa, they're doing new things now. You know, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's it can be a lot of fun. It can also be completely overwhelming because uh, <laughs> it's a lot of different breweries and beers and things like that. Yeah, so, there's no way you can do it all. No, no, no. You have to go in with a plan and to that end, you know, we, we work we, we, with Untapped. You know, the week of the event, every single beer we're going to be serving will be on untapped you'll you'll be able to on the snallygaster page mm-hmm. you'll know what's coming um we have a map uh that we issue before and day of the fest so you can kind of plot your uh route and uh you know take away and taste uh, some amazing beers well we're obviously really excited about it you listeners can expect that uh in the week or two leading up to snallygaster dcbeer.com will do a review we'll sort of pick our top 10 or 20 uh, that we think you should go out and try. You're not going to do the whole power mm-hmm. rankings this year. We might. We might. <laughs> I think. I mean, I just can't believe anybody did it. Yeah. To begin with, so it's and it's clearly a gigantic task. It is a big task. Um, but <laughs> we might do it, it. it's pretty cool. I mean, we might do it. It's uh, it's yeah, it's always fun uh, to get. Just the input, I think, from so many different writers is fun too. And that, yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I actually need to get people started thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> now, exactly. you know, like that's the thing. It's like, oh wait, this is October, but no, it's it's it, coming. It's yeah, coming. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. It's going to come fast. All right. Well, you can find everything you need to find about Snallygaster at SnallygasterDC.com. SnallygasterDC.com. Tickets are on sale. Like I said, if you are interested in a VIP ticket, you need to go right now. 
uh, and get that ticket, it may already be sold out. If not, it's going to be sold out very, very, very soon. And if you can't, you'll just have to show up with the rest of us. (laughs) Thanks, Greg. We really appreciate it. The DC Beer Show wants to thank Paul Dean of the DC Brewers Guild and Greg Engert of Neighborhood Restaurant Group for stopping by to tell us about what's happening in the fall with DC Beer Week and Snallygaster. Remember to follow the DC Beer Show and DC Beer on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at DC Beer. Tell all your friends about the show. Visit DCBeer.com regularly to get the latest news and information about the craft beer scene in the DMV. And come back and listen to the DC Beer Show again next week. Thanks for listening.